Today's episode of Checkpoint Chats is brought to you by Mortal Kombat 11, the latest installment in the iconic fighting franchise. The epic saga continues in an all-new time-bending narrative that will let you take on the role of a variety of characters, both past and present, to face off against Kronika, the keeper of time who created existence at the dawn of history. Whew, that was a mouthful. <laughs> Stick around to find out more about NetherRealm Studios' brand new title. Welcome to episode 50. Holy crap. Happy birthday. Happy 50th (laughs) birthday. I have no cake. Welcome to Checkpoint Chat. Yeah, there's no cake. This is really disappointing. I did try though. I know. I know. But uh, Princessa has to be super religious. Has to lock away their nutters. (laughs) Lock them away in the holiest of holy days. Yep. Yep. So I drove past and I was like, not at all surprised when I sort of close. I was like, oh yeah, it's a good Friday. Mm. <laughs> what does our thinking mm. even driving here? And they, they, yeah, they are super religious. So they're busy doing their, what, what is the, the, the food on Good Friday? I think it's like fish. You just can't have me, uh, red meat. Yeah, I think yeah. you just eat fish. Yeah. Eat, eat that there peish. Peish. Mm. Oh, fish is good. Peixe, yeah, they, they should open and just serve bacalhau. Ba- oh, man, mm. my, my mom's not here. She would normally make bacalao on Good Friday. Mm. She's so good. All the way in all Madeira. Oh, she's still there. Mm. Okay, okay. She's only coming back in August. Man. So she's she's living, living the good life. Yeah, Liz, having a nice little summer holiday. Probably there. having some good bacalao there. Like, oh, and probably, Since you know, nutters within earshot in oh, every direction. She sends photos like every day saying, today I'm in Funchal. There's like blue skies, oh. people walking around enjoying it's summer life. there. Though, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, spring going into summer. Oh, man. So, so oh. jealous. So no cake for us is the moral of this story. Wah. Although we did try. I tried really hard by just driving past. But we made it to 50. <laughs> I'm very impressed. Very, very Yeah, happy. yes. The way did the time go? I know. And it's just like just, just shy of like I think we had our year one a, like a few weeks a, ago yeah month or because no, yeah we took a like a month ago. off last year because of e3 and and yeah, all and that shit yeah. weekend here and there we missed mm, mm. Whatever. it's like my park runs oh yes your slacking. park runs slacking. <laughs> well here we are though episode 50 what are mm. we going to do to celebrate we're drinking red bull so. yeah <laughs> wow red bull where did these come from <laughs> i'm not even drinking one from our stash i'm drinking one your own one that i bought yeah because i felt really guilty using the stash during the week because yeah. i'm like no, this should be the communal, the communal, <laughs> the communal red So fridge. I still there, there's a shell nearby here that still runs a special. You can buy two, three hundred and fifty mil ones for like thirty five bucks. Yeah, and that's what I usually go for. So I, I did that yesterday, and I bought, I drank one yesterday, and I've got one today because I try not to drink two a day. Well, Sometimes I fail. You can have the communal fridge. I don't mind, mm. but don't do more than one a day. You'll die. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you actually die. die. We should have got uh, some red squares. Yeah, oh, some turn red this squares. into a, yes, a drunk yeah. podcast. Get, well, yeah. red squares for you. I don't drink get, that garbage. Get, get pissed nice and early. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, get, get, yeah, get real morning drunk. Oh, welcome to uh, drunk, drunk point chats. Jesus, could you imagine? <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't even... I mean, I can't imagine keeping a coherent conversation for an hour and a half when you're drunk. Like, I mean, I think it would be entertaining. Mm. Would it, wouldn't it all be on topic or flow properly i don't think. imagine listening back to that it'll be like really slow and slurred and lots of repeated like the terms. whole hour and a half is just us talking like one paragraph over and over again mm. yeah man uh, back, that's what i do i just repeat stuff apparently when i'm drunk 
So uh, I don't know. Although you wouldn't, you wouldn't get drunk for a podcast because like no. we'd have to be here for like four, four hours, hours. <laughs> pre-drinking before we could even get close. Just feed me lots of awful things in a nice big mix jug, mm. then we'll mm. get me there nice and quickly. <gasps> yeah, you on the other hand, I, I know yeah, when you're drunk very, now. Very quickly, yeah, I can, I can detect. Yeah, mm. doesn't doesn't take much for me. I'm a cheap, I'm just, a cheap. Date. I just see it in your face, like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got this dumb smile, and like, my eyes are like heavy. <laughs> drunk. <laughs> yeah, we should get we should get Lenska to do a drunk podcast with us. I think that'll be fun. <sighs> One day. <laughs> when you seen Lenska drunk once? But Allah, oh, oh, you? Allah. Yeah. yeah. Really? Dr- drunken stories. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a drunk, but then again, I don't think I've ever... We've Been ever out gone out yeah. partying, yeah. We should fix that. Yeah. Let's go out partying. I mean, we went out for dinner. That was really nice. It was nice, but yeah. we should go out partying one day. Where do we party Although now? Where do you party as a... <sighs> as a 30 year old. Nearly, old. nearly 30, <laughs> just 30 year old. I don't know. Uh, we, we, we go to Melville, though we haven't been there for mm. a good few months, but mm. that's usually a good place to go. Bounce, there are lots of good places around along there. the streets, yeah. pop in, have a drink. I've here. never really partied in Melville, what? to be entirely honest. And I studied at Wits, and I still never partied in Melville. Yeah. You can go to uh, Joanna's, to Hell's Kitchen. Joanna's. Joanna's that Melt sounds, Bar. That's the, the, Ooh, the milk best, bar. No, no, Melt Bar. Oh, uh, Melt think, Bar. I think the, what their, their specialty, what Lenska and I love, is that they have a, a modern-day jukebox. Ooh, Cool. <laughs> So you put in cash money, you get credits, and you can choose whatever song you want. Oh, cool. Okay. And it's funny because the one time Lenska and I went, and we put in like 20 bucks, uh-huh. 30 bucks. How many songs let is us that? let choose like six or seven songs, mm-hmm. which, yeah, was great because then we just queued up a whole lot of sing-along songs. Mm, mm, and mm. let me tell you, it's quite a sight to see the whole bar stop drinking <laughs> and, <laughs> and just, just break out into song. Just like put down their beers and they're like cool yeah and just break out into do, song. do they do they look for the person who queued up the song to give them a hug no but i'm sure they do wonder like who who picked mm. the song what a what a great <laughs> pick yeah what a great great pick so we we, we should definitely go hit uh joanna's, joanna's in melville i'm down sponsor um, us joanna's <laughs> sponsor yeah we should go send, speak to the, send the us bar a ju- manager send us a jukebox we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll play songs having a, we, we have a we have a similar like a similar system at work uh, because we have a bar at work because people like to drink at work. I don't know. Um, and there's also like a jukebox thing there and you can just like, it's like a touchscreen thing. Oh, yeah. You just choose music. Um, gets raucous there on Fridays. It gets yeah. raucous, eh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, 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 got, you guys play your uh, your smash and people just get well, smashed. Man, smash, smash happens every every odd odd Friday because the rest of the time people are just playing FIFA. Ugh. God damn it. The, it's like uh, FIFA, FIFA's like smash where the smash ball's always on the screen and you can only hit it with yeah, your feet. <laughs> it's not at all the same. Yeah, exactly. It's all it's all the same. Soccer's a fighting yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a t- deep, deep fighting game where you fight for possession. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have to convert. But direct contact means you can't fight anymore. Oh. <laughs> what is so it's a bad fighting game. It's a bad uh, fighting game. Let's checkpoint chat. <laughs> episode 50. Thank you for sticking around with us for 50 episodes of this bullshit. I want to point out that we had technical difficulties mm-hmm. and I, I challenge you to go back and find where we stitched. We had to, we had to repeat a story <laughs> in, at some in, point. In our head, I think we did very well, but maybe it's like a glaring, like, I don't whoa. When we'll listen back, we'll be like, huh, <laughs> that, that was far less graceful than we thought it yeah. was. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, Maddie's, we tried. Mike, we Maddie's tried. mic just decided to not work anymore. And now it's like, 
Now it's like picking it's up so loud. I don't know what's going on. What's this thing? I don't know. Post, these, these marks post, are weird. Post editing, it's okay. We will we'll figure it out. Um, I'm lowering it here. Like 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 we've said for so many times. Fifty episodes, still technical issues. Garbage Just truck to on the fire. next fifty episodes where we get things right, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who I don't know. Who the fuck knows? Who cares? Um, we had to talk about games. As as always, and we can actually talk about games this week. Well, I yeah. can talk about two games. I this can week. talk about an, an an old game, inverted commas. An old, but probably well, not really that old. It's not it's that still old. From it's this like year. three months old. Yeah, three months, and probably old. still up there in my like top two <sighs> games of the year. It's so so, so let, let's get to that first. You've been playing uh, Resident, Evil, Resident Evil, Resident Evil Two, Re- Resident Evil Two, capital R E for for remake. Mm. <laughs> Re- Re- Resident Evil Two. Resident Evil, Evil Two. Does it does, it does it do the whole like? A creepy voice saying the title when you press start, or is that it only when you start doesn't. the second? Pl- I think it's only when you start the second. Really? Play okay. Because yeah. <coughs> when you get to the main menu, I think it's legit straight up like, "Who do you want to play as?" Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, uh, okay. Resident <laughs> Evil. Yeah. How good okay. is that? Uh, I only noticed it when someone posted it on uh, Twitter, but um, you know, the opening cutscene is that truck driver eating that cheeseburger, mm. whatever. Like, if you look at it really closely. They they made provisions in the animation for him like getting food stuck in his teeth and cleaning what? it with his tongue. Oh, so no if you way. look at his mouth, like he's busy chewing, and then you see this like bulge, and that's his tongue, like, oh, you know, no like fixing stuff. And it's like, goddamn, why, why? Why? That's so detailed, <laughs> but that's amazing. But okay, that's a, it's cool. for the new. They're like, someone's gonna see this and tweet it. Yeah, and they're gonna just nod him like, yeah. Man, I I watched nice. the, I watched the gift that was posted on Twitter so many times. I was like, I'm like, wow, it's so amazing. <laughs> give that give that person a raise. Yeah, Whoever so thought good. of that. Yeah. But uh, what are you thinking about? Because you you are a, a much bigger Resident Evil fan than I am. So I, I'm a big enough Resident Evil fan that I thought to start the game in hardcore mode because the, this is how they sell it to you on the main menu. Bad they idea. say, choose, choose your difficulty. There's like a, I suppose, a beginner mode. What, I don't know what it's called, but there's like a very like an easy mode, if you yeah. call it that. It's like for then, if you just want to see that story. Yeah, then there's standard mode and it tells <clears> you like, yeah, this, that, whatever. Then there's hardcore mode. It's like for true fans of the franchise. Mm. And it says like, uh, enemies have more health and you need to use ink ribbons to save. Yeah, that, that's immediately what put me <laughs> off. I was like, nah. But I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm a big fan of Resident Evil. I've been, I've played pretty much, every, I actually have played every main game. Mm-hmm. Um, Even yeah. six. Uh, yeah, but I stomached my way through six. Uh, I'm like, yeah, let me, let me try hardcore mode. I mean, Cool zombies have more health. I'm going to need ink ribbons. What's the worst that could happen? Do you know that I died at the gas station? Oh, really? It's yeah, like the, the, the freaking tutorial. To the first zombie because he he grabbed me. He, he charred down. Uh, he had a, he had <laughs> and a that, feast that immediately boat. took me down to danger, like which is a shit ton of damage. Yeah. And then, I, 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 I don't know, I got cornered again and he killed me. I was like, uh, okay. So I was like, whatever. Let me just rest, restart this, do it quickly. And I did it, but I got grabbed a couple more times in like the first half an hour. And let me tell you, those zombies do way too much damage. So it's like <laughs> um, they do, I mean, you don't have like a health bar. You go from like okay to caution, caution to danger. danger. Yeah. So like, sorry, on hardcore, does it, does one like grab from a zombie immediately take you to danger? No, it doesn't immediately take you to danger, but the, on that particular instance, it did. But I think. 
I wonder how it works because so in the game when you get grabbed sometimes you you just shrug the zombie off mm-hmm. sometimes you actually fall to the ground and I wonder if falling to the ground makes you take more damage I would assume so yeah because in the gas station I fell to the ground and he, he bit me and then I pushed him off and I was in danger but then there were other instances where I was bitten but it, I was only on like caution oh, but okay. needless to say I was like okay this is a sort of mode I'll play when I've played through the game already and I know yes. how the new mechanics work, how the zombies move, if they have any tricks to them. But let me tell you, <laughs> I don't know if there are any tricks to them because, yeah. But I, um, those, those I know there. our good Twitter pal, Omar. He's played, platinumed it. Yeah, he platinum, Yeah, he, he went through the uh, ridiculous trophies on that game. Um, <sighs> he played it on a hardcore even he... Well, he played the second playthroughs on Hardcore and even. Mm. He was like, okay, this is actually It's way really harder. difficult, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, standard modes. I bounced to standard mode, surprise. Because mm. mm. I was like, I want to enjoy the game. The game's <laughs> no. plenty difficult on standard it's, as Yeah, well. it's challenging as it is. So, I bounced that. And let me tell you, that game is phenomenal. Yeah. Like, really, really good. Coming, you, you said you started playing as Claire. Yeah. So, coming in as a, a Resident Evil fan, I know, I've played Resident Evil once or twice. It's probably... Like surprisingly, my least played in the franchise. The second one. The second okay. one, yeah. I think just in that era, I I maybe borrowed a copy or I had a copy. I played it once, and then in later years, I played it again. Mm. Um, but Resident Evil Three is the one I played like repeatedly, and Resident Evil One as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know how Resident Evil Two functions is two characters, Claire and Leon. They both go through the police station. They both have unique things that happen to them. Um, but it's interesting coming to the remake and seeing how they've put twists on some of those things. Like straight up, um, when you started to clear at the gas station, I was like, oh, like they actually make you play as this, which is quite cool. Yeah. Act as a little tutorial. And then even the the whole truck driver crashing into you and how that works, just they've they've modernized it and made it way more cinematic. Like the truck explodes, Claire gets like flung into the car. Yeah. It's very cool. They've, I mean, this is a... A remake by yeah. every stretch. Yeah, it's ground, like, full-on ground-up yeah. remake. I mean, even just that that opening scene where where you in, enter Raccoon City. I know, like, okay, the car's gonna you and Leon are gonna be split up. You're gonna have to run through the city to mm. the police station. But in the original game, there's like a handful of zombies, and you run through some areas. There's another one or two zombies. This game, it's straight up. I thought it was still a cinematic. There's like maybe eight to ten zombies coming at you through a fire and then it's like okay you're playing now it's yeah. like oh shit it's a, this is this is <laughs> straight you, up yeah you now started, you have to run now yeah you've started yeah so yeah it's it the the opening's really really good mm. i find um do, i mean you're you're playing the proper canon playthrough yeah, i didn't realize that was a proper yeah canon i think uh, it's claire first leon second is the canon one which kind of makes sense because i played as leon first and when you play as Claire balls. second, you're like, this doesn't make sense. Like what? Yeah, a lot of it just doesn't make sense. But a lot of it doesn't, I mean, because of the way they do the second playthroughs, there's just things that will not make sense and they just... I mean, uh, just I know, with it, I know when I play with Leon, I'm still going to go through the police station. There's going to be stuff locked. And I'm like, but if Claire's in here as yeah. well, then this door should be and open. And also, like, you, you reface certain bosses. You're like... But this person got killed. Them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, you just kind of pretend you just that it didn't happen it, yeah. yeah but it's it's really good because there are there are certain things that are tied together to each, yeah. yeah like you'll find a uh, objects um like a, a scribbled note mm. um and leon will say something about it and claire will say something about mm. it and the they'll paint the story in different ways uh, which is okay. kind of interesting i, I thought i mean because that's what it was like in the original where 
you just had to suspend your disbelief like mm. okay whatever a part of me wondered if in this remake they would address that make it like fully oh hey like this door is unlocked you can go through it or it'd be so it would have been really difficult yeah. but a part of me i was just like that would be so awesome it, it'd Imagine. be so difficult like i i do think that uh if they had to do that, then the second playthrough would have to be, be redone from, from yeah. scratch. Yeah, because there's so many things you repeat in the second playthrough. But, like, it's different because the enemies are harder in the second one. And, yeah. like, um, Mr. X appears a lot earlier. Mr. So, X. Yeah, Tyrant or whatever his yeah. name is. No, I think he is Mr. X. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I think that's his nickname. I think he is officially known as Tyrant. Ty- yeah, yeah, or he's a Tyrant. Um yeah, but they've really done a phenomenal job of like just. You, it's funny because playing the having played Resident Evil two, I know more or less how things are going to happen, mm-hmm. but they don't at all happen the way I expect them to. And there's just so many differences to mm-hmm. that police station. Which fun fact, I always wondered, and I don't know if this was ever said in Resident Evil two. Maybe there was a note that I just forgot about. It was, it was a bit weird, like. Why are all these weird statues around? Why are all these weird medallions? Yeah, it's like such then, a very weird... Then in the remake, it showed up like one of the notes, whatever. It's like, no, the police station um, was just a, an old museum yeah. that was it's very clever. police station. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Now all of a sudden it makes sense. Because you're like, why, yeah, why are all these why, statues why are these here? Why is there this library? Like, yeah. yeah, it's like a very unorthodox police station. Uh, but yeah, they addressed that. I, quite, I don't know if that ever keenly. was addressed in the original. No, I, I seem to remember people saying, "Oh, that's a nice contextualization mm, that they added yeah. here," because it never used to make yeah, sense. So, so they obviously have just taken everything. I guess that didn't make sense. Mm. Any things, any things that maybe didn't you know work as well in the original. I mean, the original was like twenty years ago. Mm. So and just, it's still got that those campy elements like yeah. Oh, you find three medallions to open up the secret passage in a fucking police station. In a police station, station but like, it's come a museum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it makes sense so, now. But it's like yeah, it's it's weird and campy and but it, it's great. I, I yeah, really and just just the spin on the enemies where Resident Evil Two was straight up zombies. You shoot them, they go down. They get up, you shoot them, they go down, and they dead mm. and this one there's some, something weird about because obviously it's over the shoulder of you now whereas the original was fixed point camera mm-hmm. um you can shoot the zombie in the head you can shoot them in the leg you can shoot like their hands off so they can't grab you but it's weird because when they go down there's no doesn't seem to be a set timing of when they get back up mm. i've often done where i shoot one down i'm like okay you're gonna get back up and i wait and nothing happens. I like go to the next room and I walk out and this thing gets up. And I'm like, yeah. oh, God damn it. Like, wow, you know? It's very clever. Yeah. It, unless you see those heads explode, you never yeah. know. You no, you never know. know. But yeah, and then oh, the liquors. Oh, oh yeah, man, those the liquors, liquors are creepy. Uh, I mean, the, the visuals on this game really bring the, mm, the creatures to life. Like, I, I love the twist they put on, on them though because as far as I know, in the original, it, the liquor would just straight up run at you and murder you. There's yeah. no such thing as walking quietly or yeah. running or whatever. Whereas in this game, the first thing you find is a note saying like, hey, these monsters, if you shoot at them, they're going to come and attack you. But if you walk by quietly... Because they're blind. They're blind. Yeah. If you walk by quietly, you can sometimes slip by. Mm. Okay? Mm. And man, that, that's created some of the most bum-clenching moments <laughs> tense, <laughs> in the man. game for me. Because you, you're walking past and you see it like... Motion towards it, it, you. It, yeah, it like maybe heard you. Yeah, or it and smelt then, <laughs> you or something and you're just like, oh, oh. And then I keep like, you can't run because no. it'll run at you. And then you like walk slowly, but you can't pan the camera around now, but you know mm-hmm. it's walking towards mm-hmm. you and you're just like, okay, I'm just going to keep walking towards that door. Play it cool. And the, the noises there, I mean, 
wait until you're... Uh, there will be moments where you're frantically running away from Mr. X. And you, uh, you walk into a corridor. And as you walk into a corridor, it's, it's like liquors two liquors. No. And you're just like, fuck. <laughs> no. So you've got Mr. X coming up behind <laughs> you. The liquors have heard you. You're just like, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, there was one moment there where I was genuinely surprised where... I mean, a game like this... I mean, games across the board, sometimes you'll you'll find like a, a way to not hack it, but like a little exploit or something. So at one point in the game, there was a room with two liquors and I thought, mm. and I, I had gone in, let them see me and run out and they don't get out the door. Yeah. Like there's an animation showing they like attack the door, but they stay in that room. So they can like, break okay. the door. Yeah, but that, that door for whatever reason, I tried a few times, no issue. It's fine, okay? Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'm like, okay, I can exploit this and that. They'll never come out this room. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if they do see me, I just have to run out, whatever. So initially, I snuck through that room, went to the other side, like out in the other door, got whatever I needed. On the way back, I was like, cool. There's nothing else to, to come back here to get. So I can, I'm going to try to sneak through, but if they see me, I'm just going to run. Yeah. Okay. Or if I'm impatient, I'm just going to run because like, there's a door there, I'll just sprint towards it. So yeah. uh, that did happen. There's two in the room. One saw me. I sprinted the door to the door, ran out, and I'm like, cool, they're stuck in there now. Like, that, that's the game's rules, they're not coming out. So I started running along this corridor, and one of the liquors, like, out of nowhere came from the ceiling and attacked uh-huh, me. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> they, yeah, they find roots in the, in the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. So, but the game toys with you like that. It's, it's a modern-day game, and it's like, no, 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 no. Like, whatever tricks you knew, mm. it's not going to work here. The only thing that still bugs me, which I get why they did it, but I, I don't like that they did it, um, is the uh, the fact that you are safe in safe rooms. Like, mm. I only figured it out later in the game because I never assumed that it would work. But, mm. like, I was running away from Mr. X and I went into a safe room with the typewriter and he just got to the door and walked away. And I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah, um, so that's... that's um, yeah, and he doesn't wait at the door. He's mm. just like, oh, I can't see you anymore. So, uh so. Yeah, I suppose I could have addressed that and like just keep him in the area so you don't... Yeah, like, I mean, they keep him in the vicinity, but it's like he goes back into a state of, I don't know where you are. Yeah. So it's like you can really fuck with him in that regard. I yeah, I don't know how they would have contextualized it, but it would have mm. been cool if the safe rooms were like actual barricaded rooms somehow. Mm. You know, like there's a bigger mm. lock on the door. It's a bigger, heavier door. Yeah, yeah it's just like a wooden it, door. It's a normal door, yeah. And even even if the door's open, like you don't close it, he just stands at the entrance yeah, the, and then the, he turns around. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, there's a weird thing in the game where open doors are a bit of a loophole because sometimes I've, I've had it where like I've walked through a door and a zombie like almost teleports through me past oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, mm, yeah. But I've had at times as well, I open the door and I'm shut up, grabbed. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like yeah, what is going so, on? So if, if the zombies are banging on the door to get through and you go open it, they'll just grab you. Mm. And that's like terrifying. Yeah. You know? So, But but the game is, I'm, I've only played like four hours, but yeah, it's it's a great remake. It's really, really it's, good. Whether, whether you're a fan of the franchise or not, I'd highly yeah. recommend it. It's it's yeah, it's got the that classic, like you said, puzzle solving, you know. Mm. It feels like a Metroidvania. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Like modern, modern day yeah. Metroidvania, because <laughs> you're finding your weapons and you're finding the things that let you open locked doors and mm. yeah, with zombies. <laughs> yeah, with with zombies. Yeah, Monsters. it's it's tense as hell. Like at, at the beginning I was like properly scared. Mm. But then the fear just translated it into tension. Yeah. Just like no, you, you, I'm not scared of these zombies, but I don't want to run into them. Yeah. Like, no, a lot of horror games do result in that where it's just the unknown, like I don't know how this mm. game works. All these enemies straight up kill me. But when you figure out you're like, yeah, I'm tense, mm. but like I know how to deal Mis- with these things. Mr. Now. X makes that. 
that yeah. game for me. Like <gasps> pe- people find him annoying because they're like, oh, I can't explore my own pace. I'm like that. That's that's his the point, tension though. is the point. Like yeah. he's not hard to circumvent, so it's not a difficulty thing. Mm. But it's like without him, the the actual police station would feel very small mm. because you'd be racing through it yeah. very quickly. Here you're making like small decisions. Like yeah, yeah, it's very good. Like, can, I like him a lot. Can we take a moment to address how I thought that game? The fact that you aim over the shoulder mm. is going to make it easier because you're always mm, just going to pop. Mm, mm, you're always going to shoot enemies in the mm. head and like whatever. That's you know always aim for the head, whatever. But what the game does is is every time you aim down sight, your reticles like very wide you have to give it a second or so for it to pinpoint and it just works so well because there are times when i'm aiming like yeah cool i've got time pop off a headshot pop off another one and then zombie's very close and i panic and i don't wait long enough and i shoot and my bullet misses i'm like oh god and i get grabbed it's it's incredibly (laughs) smart it's such a great way to balance way to address it yeah Although I did find a pistol now that's got a laser, so headshots for life. Oh, but even then, like the the aiming feels, it doesn't feel super snappy, and I think mm. that's on purpose. No, that's on purpose. Yeah, yeah. because it, it wants to make you feel like you're, you know, it, I I never felt comfortable getting headshots. I still mm. miss them, and oh, eventually yeah. you'll reach enemies where headshots don't do fucking yeah. anything. So it's like. But I love how I get angry at myself because I'm busy aiming and I miss. I'm like, ah, oh, like what a waste yeah. of a bullet! Like why did I do that? No, it's but proper it's, survival. Yeah. Like you're always scrounging. I never felt super powerful uh, with my ammunition, mm. and even when I did, I'm like, oh man, I got lots. I had no, an encounter. You, you and, burn and through it, yeah. yeah. It always again, happens. Shotgun for life, man. <laughs> shotgun for shotgun and grenade uh, launchers for life. Uh, I love how they've also given the characters a lot more flavor. I guess because in the original. Um, you really only hear them talk during cinematics. Yeah. Okay. This game, though, it often happens. I'll walk into a room and there'll be like three zombies. And I'll myself will be like, oh, are you serious? Like not even a second later, Claire's like, oh, are you serious? I'm like, oh, I am this person. Some of Claire's dialogue is so cheesy, yeah. though. She, she, she'll like, she'll like make weird complaints at these zombies. Like, mm. are you for real? Like after it's bitten them, like what yeah. the fuck you think's going to happen? Like, <laughs> but it's only because I'm the same person I, in my head. I'm like, you were so far. How did you grab me? Like, are you for real? She's like, are you for real? I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, sometimes they're launching grab attacks or bullshit. <laughs> like honestly, they will grab you from so far there, away. There's it's one bullshit. zombie on the way to the police station. I don't know if you remember. It's, it's back is facing you right by the gate mm-hmm. as you run into the police station the big gate there's one zombie there it's back's facing you both when I started in hardcore mode it grabbed me yeah and bit me so when I re- and obviously I restarted it's like okay I need to do a wide arc around the zombie and it still grabbed me <laughs> and I because I, I was streaming it I watched the replants which is like that launch is like absurd it's, yeah. it moves way too quickly but I swear they variated because sometimes I'm just like there's no way there's yeah. actually no way you should have grabbed me yeah. it's bullshit well, yeah. it adds to it though it's a it's a great game it's, it's a great time Good game. Yeah. Yeah. go play it um, what have you been playing so I can finally talk about Katana Zero <gasps> properly Katana Zero which I finished almost like a week and a half ago and you, but, played, uh, you played it twice so yeah, yeah. so I the embargo's up now Ooh. um yeah, I played it twice because a playthrough of Katana Zero takes about four to five hours. Not mm. bad. And then I played it through again because I wanted to see if I could make some differences in the story. So, okay, so I'll get to that now. But basically what Katana Zero is, is a like a 2D side-scrolling action game mm. uh, that reminds me a lot of Hotline Miami. It's nice. like you've got these small stages where one shot will kill you instantly mm. And enemies are incredibly quick, so you have to. It's 
both a test of like reflexes and puzzle. Like you have to you have to think about how you're going to navigate through the room so you don't end up with too many enemies also, on you at once. Also translates into a bit of a rhythm game then, doesn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. essentially, because you're trying to keep this pace because like you don't want uh, an enemy's patrol pattern to like get out of sync with mm. where you, you're moving. Um, so what's really cool is that the, the game contextualizes all your deaths in a clever way. Your samurai guy uh, takes place in like a neo a neo-noir like neon-soaked city it's mm. like a cyberpunky but you're an assassin with a samurai sword which mm. is strange but nah. it, it works it works yeah. um people still point out how weird it is that you're walking around with the sword in, in a bathrobe so it's like it's not a <laughs> it's not a common thing that you you're are an anomaly assassin. yeah it's very strange <laughs> Um, but essentially, you your character takes this drug that allows them to slow down time. Oh. And not only slow down time, but also see into the future. Oh, so, this, that sounds like some good drugs. <laughs> yeah, so every, every combat encounter you have when you die, it's not you attempting it and dying. It's your character looking into the future and saying, okay, what if I did this? Uh, okay. And when you die, it's like, okay, that won't work, and you rewind. Okay. Um, and then when you eventually pull off a room... It shows you all your uh, all the action in real time uh, uh, via the lens of like a security camera. So it's like, oh, this is what uh, the security okay. camera picked up. Yeah. Picked up you doing, uh, and it's really cool. It's like a, a super hot thing where it removes all the slow motion stuff. So when you oh, so it's fast. Yeah. Or... So when you do things like oh, roll out of uh, out of a bullet's way just in time, or deflect a bullet back because mm. you can do that when you slow yeah. down time. It just looks really cool because it's all done in like uh, real, real time. time. That's yeah. cool. But um, what's cool about the game is that you don't rely on these slow motion things like mm. completely. It's not like every enemy I'm finding I'm having to slow down, <laughs> slow time. down time. I found that as I played the game, I actually used the slow down m- less mm. uh, because I was getting the timing on like deflecting bullets back without. Oh, uh, nice. Like I could tell like, okay, this got shot, twing, you know, you hit it back at him, whatever. It's, it's <laughs> now really you're going to attempt it in real life. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe um, not. <laughs> but it it's got this really, really cool rhythm because it's really simple. It's like, you've got one button to attack. Uh, you can jump up in the air and, you know, like uh, avoid damage mm. like that. Uh, you've got your slow down time thing, which is set to like a bar, so it's mm. limited. And the only other attack you have is being able to pick up objects in the room and throw them at enemies. Oh, no. So you've got this very limited move set, but you have to work with it to kind of like move through the level as quick as mm. possible. So like you can run and let a guy see you deflect a bullet back and as you deflect a bullet back you picked up like a uh, a glass bottle next to you to throw it at the guy behind him Uh, who's about to shoot you Mm. as well um or like you navigate uh uh, an area smartly so that you pick up like a molotov in one area Mm. and can throw it in a room where there's explosive barrels yeah uh, so you don't have to fight a lot of enemies or stuff like that so it's like it's very puzzle centric yeah a lot um and it's really good it's really the combat's purposeful because it's like when you swing your sword you can't just mash to swing like once that swing is enacted you've got to wait for it to come back so you got to think about it Mm. and a lot of enemies will punish you for doing it badly Mm. so like enemies with shotguns deflecting (laughs) bullet back at them is almost impossible because Mm. you'll deflect one yeah like all the other rest will just hit you um other enemies have knives so if you try and um swipe at them when they're aware of you, they'll deflect mm. your first one and uh, put you into like a state of cooldown. So if there's someone else in the room with a gun, you'll just die uh, because you okay. won't be able to. Yeah. 
So Damn. there's yeah, there's they combine enemies in very very clever ways, and the the boss battles become really intense. Nice uh, that you that you end up doing. But what's cool about this, and what I found a bit lacking from Hotline Miami, is that there's a really good story. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, with the all of this story in Hotline Miami is like one of those like what's it's actually so going on and, and then they're I like mean, fan theories there's elements and... of this but it's way more direct mm. so it's like in between each mission you go and visit your like psychiatrist who gives you this drug and he's <laughs> almost like your assassin handler God but damn. there's like something else going on it's like mm. you don't know who you're working for you don't know why you're killing these people mm. uh, your character's also having all these fucked up dreams about oh, like oh boy he doesn't know what it is. Is it the past or whatever? Yeah. Is it him as a kid or whatever? And it goes places like there's, <laughs> there's themes of like, it's um, a go to Disneyland. There's themes of Damn like it. child soldiers and oh. time experimentation and war crimes and, um, sure. Torture. They, this Ooh. game, even though it's pixelated, it's gorgeous, like mm. beautiful. There's so much great detail in the animation, but there are like scenes of torture and extreme violence that sure. unsettled me in, yeah. in certain ways. Like, it's not like you need to prepare for yourself that it is a it's, it is a yeah. hectic hectic story and it's got some hectic scenes in it um so that's really cool and it's it's helped by this really cool dialogue system mm. where you choose responses but you have a like a bar that measures when you can respond like you know some games yeah, yeah. the time your responses but the bar is, se- is segmented into like this area that's red and this area that is is white. Mm. And the red is basically when the NPC who you're talking to is still talking mm. and you can interrupt them. Uh, so you sure. can, like, if you are sick of hearing what they want to say, you interrupt them. <laughs> Get to the and point. it's not like, a oh, I just want to skip this dialogue. They will react to you interrupting uh, their conversation. Wow. So like my handler would call me during a mission and I'd like put down the phone on them and later on they call me and <laughs> like, you'd be wow. like, don't fucking put the phone down on me. Oh, sure. Uh, or like during a conversation with the psychiatrist, he'd be telling, telling me something and I'd be like, shut up, just give me the drugs. And he'd be like, no, you have to listen. And I'd be like, no, shut up. He's like, fine, you know, whatever. Uh, like, so it, actually, it yeah. really, That's really cool. well. And it, it affects how people... Um, eventually talk to you throughout the story. Because that explains why why you did it twice. You yes. played the game yeah. twice. Okay. There's even this there's small moments where how you play out a situation can have small effects on mm. uh, events later on. Like there was a moment, an early mission, um, I'm going to a hotel and I need to get past the receptionist. Uh, so she like takes an interest in my samurai outfit and asks if I'm cosplaying. <laughs> Uh, yes, so, yes I was, I am. so the first time I played, I was like, "Yes, I am. I'm cosplaying from this this anime." And she's like, "I love anime." <laughs> and and uh, your character's like, "Oh, you might oh, no. not know this anime. It's a very obscure anime." And she's like, "What is it?" And I end up having this whole like fake conversation about uh, this fake anime that wow. doesn't exist. And she ends up becoming very enamored with me. Mm. So then later on in the mission, when I've killed everyone and I come back into the lobby and the police are there, um, and like the police are like, "Why are your clothes soaked in blood?" The reception is like, oh no, he's just uh, cosplaying as this anime thing oh, wow. and they leave me alone. But so, you weren't soaked in blood when you walked in, receptionist. But the reception <laughs> just leaves me. So I play that scenario again where I just was very short with the receptionist, mm. where I was just like, let me pass, fuck you, let me pass, mm. whatever. And when I came back later on in the mission, the receptionist was like, that's the guy, he's an asshole, and the cops actually started shooting at me. So, oh, I, so I had a yeah, whole different... like. Yeah, to fight your way through them. Yeah. Oh, sure. So 
your decisions don't have an effect on the overall like main story, but mm. they have small Some little unique, deviations, little level yeah, touches, which are yeah. really really cool. That's um, cool, especially when you consider like the main plot point is your character's relationship with this little girl in the apartment block that you're living in, um, and how their like relationship progresses and how their their like stories are actually. Maybe intertwined, I don't know, because mm. the game ends on this ridiculous <laughs> cliffhanger, which I really oh, no. hated. Yeah, it it's the thing that I the one thing I disliked about the game was mm. um it just it it feels like it's building to this climax and you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. And, and the nothing. story starts getting really weird and intense and you're mm. like, I wanna see where ha- what happens and it ends on this bombshell, like this massive twist, mm. and it's just like to be continued. And it just you're ends. Like, no. and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? And there's no the the developers haven't spoken about additional uh, chapters mm. or like there's a there's a, a room right at the end with all these locked doors that I can't open and I don't know why so That's maybe weird. they'll add stuff yeah there. maybe it's DLC but or but it was just like it? a real sour thing like the, yeah. the story just got to this point and I was like yeah we'll come back to this no and yeah and I was like oh, tune okay. in to the next season of <laughs> yeah it, it was confusing because there's no indication of like this is part one of a story or part mm. it's just like yeah yeah. But what a game. What that a game. sounds awesome. That sounds like something I, I Four should Four or five play. hours to play, really worth playing it a second time because I picked up on a lot more story beats the mm. second time. Um, is, it, is it on Switch? It's only on PC and Switch. <gasps> Interesting. Yeah, so it's on uh, Switch. It's good, it's good on Switch. I played it with a controller on PC. Um, it works fine with mouse and keyboard, mm. but I liked it with controller. Yeah. But that ah. on Switch will be dope. I really think. good. Yeah. Mm, you know how much it is? I think uh, $20. <gasps> 100% worth it. So, so worth now, it. Now, now you're making me choose between that and Cuphead. What well, I choose for my Switch is the next Cuphead, game. you played Cuphead, haven't you? Never played Cuphead. All oh, right, you don't have an Xbox. Mm. I thought you had it on like a PC. Nope. No, I've, I've, it's on my wish list. I've just never got around to buy Cuphead, it. Cuphead's a good time. I really, and apparently that Switch port is good. It's good. It's good. It's but good. Katana Zero, that's yeah, a game Katana, to add to my list. Katana Zero is pretty to good. To my list of games to play um, one day. And since we're putting this out on a Tuesday, I can chat a bit about oh. a new SteamWorld game. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So you've played SteamWorld Dig 2. I did, yeah. Throw everything you know about that game out the window. I know. It's not. So is this new game not a It's not a Metroidvania dig thing? So no? it's called uh, SteamWorld Quest. Yes. Hand of Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. Yeah. yeah so we, we spoke very briefly about this. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially it's like a... It's a new game within that same universe. Mm. The whole premise is that uh, in the world of Dig, uh, there's a small little robot and that robot's being told the story by like their parent yeah. about the past, like medieval steam, oh. steam uh, times. <laughs> so like it's robots, but you're in like knight's <laughs> armor and you've got mages and wizards. And That's awesome. They really, they use the visual style really well. Mm. It's it's really neat to see these robots that look like uh, uh, peasants or knights or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's really cool. Um, but the whole game is different. It's like, a, have you played Darkest Dungeon? No. So Darkest Dungeon is like a roguelike, I think, firstly. Yeah. So this isn't. This is a purely narrative experience. But it's like turn-based uh, turn-based combat with cards. Cards. So mm. each character in your party, you're allowed three characters in your party at a time, is only allowed eight cards. Mm. And these cards are basically their moves. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so you, all your cards are put out into a deck and you just keep drawing every turn. Um, and when you get to the end of your deck, it just replenishes. And and you uh. use this as your... So you don't have a static number of attacks you can use. It's mm. like whatever's in your hand you can use. Sure. And some, um, some attacks generate uh, what they call cogs, which is like mm. your mana. 
and then some <laughs> cards require a certain number of uh, cards okay. to work. So you need to like, oh, I need Cox. to do this attack and this attack. They don't cost anything. And then I can do this more powerful one mm. with what I've earned. And then there's all sorts of like cool mechanics. Like if you use, you only like to play three cards a turn. If all three cards of yours for that turn are from the same character, mm. then he does an additional move because it's like a combo. Okay. Or some cards will be like, hey, I've got an additional effect if you play this character's card before me. Mm. So mm. Yeah. the way you set up your party and the way you set up your cards to work with the people within your party is very important. Mm. Or at least it is in the beginning because I found the game incredibly difficult at the beginning. I was losing yeah. battles really, really quickly. Oh, no. and uh, But then I got into this weird rhythm with my party and I feel like, the game's lost a bit of its strategic Oh, uh, so you're uh, just edge. flying through it now. Yeah, I'm flying through it. And I only got stuck on a boss um, last night and had to like switch out my characters. But mm. now I'm back to the same party because I feel uh, comfortable with them. Very strong, yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm doing fine. So, yeah, it loses a bit of that edge. Uh, because like enemies have weaknesses to certain elements so you're mm. supposed to think about that and um you're supposed to think about how you're doing like critical damage and uh, upgrading cards because you can upgrade cards mm. but the what i find is the damage differences between like a normal attack and one that targets their weakness is so small that, that it's, it's not worth it yeah it's not like in a in persona 5 that is the crux of combat yeah, if yeah, you aren't you aiming to. for character weaknesses you will lose you'll lose yes yeah it's like I'm not even like bothering to inspect enemies. It's almost like it you'll, you'll just get through it faster if you yeah. pay pay more attention. Well, even then, I'm getting through it faster by just repeating the same kind of like <laughs> rhythm over and over again. Maybe so. you just have the, the unbreakable combo. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Combo. Um, yeah, but the balancing that sort of thing generally it's difficult. It's difficult yeah. So it's really yeah, difficult. the story is this. I mean, Steam will dig. Uh, two worked because its story is like kind of hilarious mm. like some of the character interactions are really funny and that's pres preserved here like that's cool there's certain things which are just like tongue-in-cheek very very mm. cute but the overall like setting and its quest uh aren't that engaging oh um but the combat's really fun i enjoy i enjoy uh playing it and i like that each chapter um, even sometimes within the same chapter, you end up in different areas, uh, mm. which are all like beautifully rendered. And um, there's lots of secrets to find in in each area. Yeah. Like there's chests with cards that you can only find, and you can craft. Uh, craft. You find resources to craft new cards and buy, you know, new weapons. So yeah. there's this whole RPG mechanic, and it That's cool. invites you to like explore. Mm. Um, it's cool. I I like it. Uh, I've played around like ten hours of Ooh. it now. No, it's pretty long. Mm. I'm only on Act Three now. Do you know how long it is? Don't know. No. I, I assume Act 3 might be the last one. Okay. But I'm not but sure. 10 hours seems like a... Yeah. I mean, their, their previous games... Steam Will Dig was like 10, 12 hours. No, no. Uh, maybe 8 hours. Yeah. I don't know how much check. Yeah, I, I, I love Timor Dick too. Oh, I mean, so that is my good. first touch points with this developer in that franchise. So I'd be keen to check out it's good. this new little twist. It's a completely different game. Yeah. Um, so like if you didn't dig Metroidvania stuff, but you like the look of SteamWorld, then mm. this has got the look of SteamWorld. If you like Hearthstone. <laughs> you see, this is the thing. I don't dig no, Hearthstone. <laughs> so like immediately when I saw this, I was like, oh, like, great, ah. this looks cool. And then I saw cards. I was like, like, no. <laughs> and even Jeff was also like, fuck, because he loves SteamWorld. yeah. But when I started playing, I was like, okay, this is less about the cards and more about, about like the, the story. If and you your think of if you think of 
your party is just like, oh, I'm swapping out moves. Mm. Like that's essentially okay. what you're doing. Yeah. So it's an, a turn-based RPG where you're just selecting the moves. Mm. The, the card, card represents, element, yeah. yeah, the card element doesn't really okay. play up like a like a Hearthstone, you know. Okay. So sounds um, interesting. Though. It's very cool. I like I enjoy it. I just I wish the combat demanded a bit more mm. of me. Um, you're not getting like. Yeah. It's not maybe as satisfying as you want. Yeah, it it, it, it was yeah. satisfying at first because I was like, "Shit, I'm really dying. I've mm. got to really focus." But now it's becoming a bit boring because yeah, I'm just you're just flying thing. through it. Yeah. yeah. So maybe maybe it will change up in an mm. interesting way. But so far, it's it's good. Like mm. I enjoyed, it. and it's great on Switch. It's a Switch exclusive. Oh, I think. nice. So, yeah. That there Switch. That there Switch. Which I don't know. Did you see that special this week? I don't know if it'll mm. still be around by the like time you guys listen. But something like that. the Switch from where was it from? I don't know. I think it was. <laughs> game will take a lot i'll look at it but but if it's it's still on special guys you the switch is going 100%. for four and a half thousand rand just a standard gray console it normally retails for what six and a half now uh six three i think yes yeah, so yeah. it's like nearly two grand off yeah would recommend would recommend 100 percent worth today's episode of checkpoint chat is brought to you by mortal kombat 11 the brand new installments in the nether realm studios iconic franchise Choose from a roster of new fighters like Geras, who's pretty cool. He gets to like change time in the match. He can mess around with the, the match counter. It's pretty, pretty <laughs> cool. Uh, and a pow- he, who, he's also a powerful, loyal servant to Kronika. She's the uh, game's new antagonist, uh, the keeper Look, of time. She's, uh, she's pretty I'd powerful. I imagine she's the one who does the time thing, but uh, yeah. well, Geras does too. <laughs> So, but don't worry, many many fan favorites will return. So, you know, you'll fight your way through the legendary Mortal Kombat tournament with the likes of Liu Kang, Raiden, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, duh. But also Kano, Jax, Noob, Saibot, Baraka, Sonya Blade, <gasps> Cassie Cage, and of course, Loudmouth and Hollywood extraordinaire Johnny Cage, to name a few characters. And that's them interacting with their past selves as well. You've yeah, got Johnny all... Cage giving shit to younger Johnny Cage. It's sounds, a good sounds great. Yeah. All of these characters, as you expect, come packed to the brim with new moves and gut-wrenching fatalities. But that's not all. Mortal Kombat 11 introduces fatal and crushing blows to replace those really neat oh. X-ray moves. Uh, or as I like, mm, or as we like to call them, all new ways <laughs> to tear enemies a new one. Quite literally in some quite cases. Quite literally. Those fatalities are oh, pretty brutal. They're gruesome, yeah. yeah. Every iteration, they make them worse. <laughs> worse but in a good very way. Good. I like but them. Mortal Kombat 11 is out now. So be sure to grab your copy from your favorite retailer. Yeah, we go, we're going to be playing it and I'm going to kick Maddie's ass. Hmm, you can try. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, let me look it up where it's from. But yeah, have you played anything else? No, that's me. Nope, and that um, is me too. That was me. Um, let's look at game is this damn I'm playing a lot from? of other things, but I can't talk about that. <gasps> oh no, me, even <gasps> me. Just one. Can we talk about it next weekend? I think we can. Yeah, we can, because it's out on Friday. Oh, is it out on Friday? Mm. Ho, ho. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where is this tweet? I, need, um, I demand people go buy, <laughs> go buy the Switch. Or has it been removed? <gasps> I don't know. It's, 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 from, it's from Macro. Oh, it's from Macro. Okay. So, if you guys are listening and you want to switch, Macro currently has it going, at time of recording, mm-hmm. for 4459 Yo, Which is deal. like a stupidly cheap price deal. for the Switch, yeah. Um, well, which, funny enough, is what more or less the price we saw at in in Madeira. Portugal, yeah. We, we were like, man, we should have <laughs> Like, you just there. buy them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what's coming so out? So, we're looking at games from April the 20th to April 26th. Yes. And there's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff coming this week. So, we've got Hell is Other Demons out on Switch. 
Oh no, wait. This is from last week. Sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, oh, get your shit together. Jupiter and Mars, <laughs> PS4 and PSVR, April twenty second. Okay. 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 Zombotron. That okay. sounds like a karaoke <laughs> machine for zombies. April 22nd on PC. Uh, Zombotron. First big game of the week. Mortal Kombat 11. PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. If if you haven't watched the... What is what is the latest trailer? Is it just the official... Not the reveal trailer. The official gameplay trailer, I guess. The one that came but out the, yesterday. The launch trailer. Launch trailer. So that's it. Yeah, if you haven't seen that yet, go watch it. It takes the classic Mortal Kombat movie theme, which we all know. You'll hear it, you know it. And it, it's remixed and goes with this new trailer. Yeah. Which has great. me really hyped now. Because, I don't know, it just... I'm like, I'm excited for Mortal Kombat 11. But when I watch the trailer, I was like, yeah, now I'm really excited for Mortal Kombat 11. The story looks so fun because it's so like... It's like playing with time. So you have mm. characters, like past and present versions of characters interacting. And it just looks campy as fuck. Yeah. It's so fun. Like Johnny Cage fucking around with younger Johnny Cage. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> Um, fun, fun fact this episode brought you by Mortal Kombat 11 but you'll probably already know that probably yeah <laughs> we, we, we didn't we didn't have a good transition into hey here's a here's a message uh, from our sponsor we'll find a gap we'll find a gap <laughs> yeah you've probably heard by now um, but yeah I'm super stoked for I, I don't like fighting games a lot but Mortal Kombat's always I've just enjoyed their story modes since 9 mm. because I can play that and feel like I've got something out of that game even yeah. though it was fucking ridiculous it's also out on Switch <laughs> So yeah, I'm cool. curious to see what the porters are. There was that uh, Switch trailer this week and it looked pretty oh, good. Yeah. I, I have faith because I played Mortal Kombat 9. I remember playing it, I think, at a friend's house. We played through the whole story. Then like a year or so later, I got it on Vita. Oh, yeah, that came and, to Vita. And honestly, like, the Vita, despite being like vastly underpowered, the port was really good. I forgot that that came to Vita. Yeah, the whole cinematic story was there, everything, so I have Mm. faith that they'll pull it off on Switch as well. No, I I mean, I'm sure it won't look... um, No, it won't look as great. some of the fidelity, but but like, man, if you want to play that story... It'll it'll still be smooth gameplay, everything. Like, I rate it'll still be really good. I'm down. Who's your favorite Mortal Kombat character? (sighs) I don't know. I I bounce between the OGs, you know, Scorpion, Mm. Sub-Zero, Raiden, them people... Mm, Johnny Cage yeah Raiden's tricky Sub-Zero and Scorpion are more like well not more like I suppose just easier to get into they've got the iconic moves which Mm -hmm. you know you're going to pull someone over and then uppercut them or freeze them and uppercut them because Mm. that was what we did back in the day but there's a lot more combos and stuff now that I love me Scorpion yeah Yeah. I just he he talks to the way I play Um, his name is spelled with a K right Scorpion Uh, no is it not which is actually an oversight. No. Are you sure? Because yes. I saw Darren, if you haven't seen um, Good Pal Darren, he released a couple of uh, features on Critical Hit this week. I read them. They're uh, really, for the Mortal Kombat lore. R- really, well, cool. really well written. But Very cool. It just illustrates how <laughs> that, that story is like absurd. No, it's Scorpion spelled normally. With a C. I really yeah. thought it was at the K because I, I saw him spell it with the C. I was like, this is wrong. I think I think that's just Darren. Oh, no, no. Sorry, so he spelled it right. But Darren, no, he spelled it right, but I was but, like, I swear it's with a K. But he's he's the sort of person who I know any Mortal Kombat article, he will replace Cs with Ks. Because oh, yeah, no. He's on brand. <laughs> but those, I think he's released only two parts right now. Yeah, I'm waiting for the third one. Man, that, this law is some fucking bullshit. It is weird. It is yeah. some weird bullshit. I have to reread some stuff. I'm like, okay, wait. So this person did this. And it, yeah, hang on. It's, Who's the- <laughs> it's, it's, it's really fun to read. Yeah. Um, I would suggest checking them out. And uh, yeah, Darren's flavor for that is 
really, really <laughs> cool. So, yeah. <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11. I have my birthday, 23rd. Oh, what are you also, getting for your birthday? Mortal Kombat 11. Huh? <laughs> also, it's my birthday. Uh, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen on Switch. Oh. So, I've heard mixed... Well, I've heard... People either fucking love this game or they hate, or they it. hate it. So um, people who hate it, our, our good Garth. pal Garth yeah, gave it a in, infamous or famous, if you want to say it, for giving it a four out of ten. On Oof. who did he review it? Was, lazy game was it lazy game? Yeah. yeah, he gave it a, a four out of ten. Yes. <laughs> and then other people really love it. Uh, yeah, game, I know a lot so. of people. Someone on Twitter, uh, Heather Alexander, who writes for Kotaku, described it as Monster Hunter mixed with like Dark Souls, and I was like, hmm. That huh. sounds interesting. I'm down. Yeah. I'm fucking there. Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. I, I never played it. I only played the demo. You say it's coming to Switch, eh? Hey? Yeah, it's coming to Switch. So, maybe mm. that's a good place to play it. I mean, it's a it's a last-gen game. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, it is funny that there's, like, absolutely no middle ground. Yeah, there but doesn't seem to be... I love a, it or I hate it. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's cool, but... I know a lot of people want a sequel, so... Oh. <laughs> Not uh, golf. Imperator Rome, out on PC, April 25th. Homo Machina, out okay. on Switch, April 25th. <laughs> Type, colon, rider. <laughs> that's that's a cool play on words. I like that. <laughs> it's also Switch, April 25th. Yo, lots coming to Switch this week. Vandals, Switch, April 25th. Vandals. Dark Devotion on PC, April 25th as well. Uh, Steam World Quest, Hand of Gilgamesh, coming to Switch. <gasps> I wonder April what 25th. that game's like. Ooh. <laughs> Whoa. Rewind 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Yuppie Psycho, out on PC, April 25th. What on earth? Yeah, I need to look at yeah, that. Because that just sucker. reminds me of Yuppie Chef. Mm. So do you deliver, deliver food utensils and this looks anime as fuck? Why do we always pick the anime ones? I don't to know. Because that's the names that really grab. <laughs> Join Brian Pasternak on his first day at one of the world's largest companies, Sintracorp. Uncertain, unprepared, and massively unqualified. Will Pasternak have what it takes to shine in Sintracorp's hierarchy? It all depends on how he performs on his first assignment and whether he survives it. Jesus! Whoa! Kill the what? Kill the witch! This looks like some what the heck? Some weird anime bullshit. Yeah, that okay. is that is anime, anime bullshit. <laughs> There's is... a horse in this meeting. Nice. I want to work My at that company. My horse's ass smells better than you do. Wow. Is that the? <laughs> is that the, the dialogue? Text. <laughs> nice. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Vambrace, Cold Soul, PC, April twenty fifth. <sighs> Avocado. I need to see what this is. <gasps> what? <laughs> Avocado. How do you spell that? Avocado. Like havoc. So just avocado with an H. Avocado is a silly hyperspeed multiplayer physics fighting game. Shoot, punch, drive, and use magic to knock the other players off a multitude of locations and scenarios. This looks fun. What? Why is it? Why do they include avocado though? Because they know millennials like us will be avocado. Look at this shit. This looks ridiculous. It's like it's like stickmen that are animated by physics, and it just looks ridiculous. I mean, that looks like a fun game to multiplayer. Yeah, this looks like a great party game. There's a shark. Look at that shark. Yeah, this looks pretty cool. Avocado. That name. Well, avocado. The, the name did its job. We were all like, hey, hmm, hmm. avocado. It's really, it's out on early access on April 25th. That looks like a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, Ag- hmm. How do you say this? Agilos? Uh, uh, it's either Agilos or Agelos or Agelos. Agelos, yeah. I don't know. It's A G G E L O S. Like so wherever you're listening, pronounce how you think that is. Agelos. Agelos. I don't know. Agelos. PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, April 25th. 
The biggest release for the week easily is the PS4 exclusive Days Gone out on <gasps> April 26th. Days Gone. Both of us have been playing it. Ah. <gasps> Hear about it more next week. Yeah, we've both been playing I'm, it. I'm uh, curious to, got thoughts. To, to pick your brain thoughts and have my team. brain picked and, and yeah. speak about it. Super, <laughs> super Blood Hockey. Nice, that sounds violent. Switch, April 26th. Ooh. A big game for me, Box Boy and Box Girl, Switch, April 26th. The These hell? games are great. That was Box Boy and Box so Girl. So they're puzzle platformers. Box Ooh. Boy was a puzzle platformer on like the 3DS. I think they were like uh, two or three back games. Back in the day, okay. Man, these games are good. Box these games Boy. are really good. And now it's Box Boy and Box Girl, so there's co-op. <gasps> it's a good time. Um, great, great puzzle platformers. So nice. I would 100% recommend. Stuff. That's it. Cool. Hmm. Cool. That's it for the week. Busy week. Busy week. That's it. Should we get to... Uh, <gasps> That Fly their news. news. Fly through some oh, news. Oh, the biggest news of the week. Oh, Easy. PS5. Yeah, Sony just uh, straight up decided uh, they were going to reveal the PS5 in the most unorthodox way through yeah, an exclusive write-up it, with Wired. It's funny. It's like it's it's a reveal, but it's not like the official reveal. Yeah. It's just. It's like, more hey, like, uh, yeah, we're working on it. Here's like a, a bit it, of a teaser. Here's a bit of specs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which so, would, when I first saw that article, I, my first thought, immediate thought is like, it's speculation. Like, mm. this is what we think. The, and it's like, no, actually, no. they interviewed um, Mark, Mark Cerny. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. He's and taking he, over, like, design duties. On yeah, but idea. even then, I'm like, okay, they interviewed him, but he's he's probably going to skirt questions. And it's like, no, he straight up gave them some insights into he what did. the PS5 could be. So it's like, hmm, A lot of it was a cool. bit vague, but uh, we, got, we got some vague, but, tentpole but still, stuff. Yeah. So let, let's go through the big ones. So firstly... It's going to have a GPU made by AMD that's mm-hmm. going to be on the as yet unreleased Navi architecture. Navi? With, yeah, uh-huh. N-A-V-I. Yeah, Whoa, the, the professional team? Yes, they're sponsoring it. No, I'm joking. Uh, that's actually um, lucky for them. So it's, so it's a bit vague because like we don't know what that architecture does is, yet. There's yeah. no GPUs out with it. Uh, but the one big thing that they did mention was ray tracing. Hardware uh, yeah. supported ray mm. tracing. Uh, but they were very like vague in what they mean by ray tracing because mm. like Nvidia's got it now, yeah. And even their most expensive cards are struggling to run that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but Mark Sony did mention that ray tracing isn't just about visuals it's and about uh, reflections. Audio. Yeah, they could use it with audio, which I had no idea was a thing. It's like, really clever, yeah, because yeah. they can they can shoot tons and tons of rays in directions and properly properly uh, calculate how audio is meant to be heard based mm. on where you are standing yeah, yeah. One, one thing he said i thought was interesting is that um he, he said the jump between ps3 and ps4 in terms of audio was like not at all non-existent yeah but he said the jump between ps4 and ps5 with audio is going to be like a massive thing if yeah if like this rate like i had no idea ray tracing could be used that way so but even if they aren't using ray tracing he spoke about oh, the yeah. uh, 3d audio that is used in psvr mm. which is phenomenal yeah um it gives you a, a much better sense of like uh, place. Yeah. So if they manage and, to do that, that's pretty cool. And he said that, that it'll be, you don't need like a fancy setup for that. Like it'll work through normal yeah, it's like TV software, speakers. Software and enhanced. Yeah. Which is weird, but really cool. Again, if curious off, yeah. to see if like how If that it actually works, works yeah. Because yeah. um, in my head, I'm like, my, someone's going to have like, shitty desktop speakers you're telling mm. me that, 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 they'll that, get that software encoding is going to give you like this brilliant audio experience because i mean you have all these speakers that promise like oh we can virtualize 7.1 surround sound mm. and it always sounds like shit yeah so yeah um the other big thing backwards compatible with ps4 <gasps> yes. was mentioned which which is nice but um i'm like also yeah. makes sense 
Yeah. Like, uh, they only moved to uh, 64-bit archi- or x86 mm. architectures now, and there hasn't been an advancement there. So it would, it would be more puzzling if there wasn't backwards compatibility, mm. put it that way. Which which isn't surprising mm. <laughs> from Sony, but hey. They also said that uh, the PS5 will support the current model of PlayStation VR, which I think is very smart. That's very cool. Yeah, keep mm. that install base. P- PSVR yeah. has its own processing... Well, does it, it straight has up a use a processing box? Okay, but it, but it, it still uses, utilizes. Okay, but that's fine. Then it means the PS5 will maybe make it more powerful. Well, I guess, yeah, I mean, it it will run the games that exist better, better presumably, yeah. and will give people an opportunity to play more intense VR games. Mm. Um, you know, the the thing that it it struggles with hardware wise is just like the resolution of the displays mm. inside. And Mark Sony did hint that they are committed to VR. He didn't outright say there's a new headset. Mm. But they said but they I imagine to, there's, there's going to be. A rev- I mean, he said there has how to many be a how many sales did they say they had? I, I was actually surprised, million. which is yeah. pretty high given that's yeah. like a niche. It's not bad. You have, you have to have a. I mean, okay, general like Oculus and shit's quite expensive. Let's mm. say you need a powerful mm. PC, then you need to add on your four hundred dollars for the headsets. But yeah. but even PSVR, you still have to have a base PS4 and add on. VR, but it's still mm. the most affordable thing yes on definitely the it's the easiest but to get into but 4 million yeah. is still quite high I didn't think it would be that hard to be completely honest especially I, after the slow start yeah I thought it would yeah. be more in the region of like 2 million let's say yeah so, that's where I would have guessed yeah so 4 so. million is pretty high and, and last year proved that PSVR is not going anywhere there's some killer titles that oh yes that you yes. know justify the purchase of a PSVR. I mean, I, I can now give you a list of 10 games you have to you own have to PSVR. Play. So I'm, and I'm, that would justify the cost. Yeah, and I'm glad that they're making it compatible to PS5 because shit, if you have PSVR, you don't have to worry about like buying it now mm. again mm. for your PS5. Mm. Yeah, I mean, exactly. But like we say, there probably is going to be an updated version. I'm almost certain there'll be a revision just because like even when PSVR came out, it was it was like bootstrapping a lot of elements from the PlayStation ecosystem mm. that were never meant for VR. Yeah, so no. like the PlayStation camera and the Move controllers are not good. Yeah. Like they are fine mm. for PSVR, but there are so many problems with tracking and drifting yeah. um, that I hope they revise it. And v- VR tech has moved to a point where it's also PSVR seems antiquated in the way you set it up. Like the new Oculus that's coming out, Wireless. all its sensors <laughs> are in the headset itself. So mm. you don't need to set up cameras, which is the it dream. Is awesome. <laughs> so you just connect one cable and it works. Mm. And I can't imagine a, a PSVR successor where that isn't mm. thought of. Like I assume that the next PSVR will have slightly better resolution on the screen. Yeah. Um, inside out tracking and better motion controllers. Mm. That's it. Get rid of the things that don't work. Because currently, isn't it like a mission to set up? It's a complete nightmare. It's like you've got the processing box, so you have to connect, especially with me, I got the the first revision. So I have to disconnect my HDMI from my TV, put it into the processing box because the box doesn't pass through HDR. Then that box has to connect to the TV. Then the headset... Uh, has two separate connections that connect to the box. Yeah. And then I've <gasps> got to cool. set up the camera. Then I've got to get the wireless controllers. Then I've got to get the headphones for... No. Yeah. It's, it's well, too much. PSVR, there's been many an, an occasion where it's been very affordable. There have mm-hmm. been a couple of specials here. And I've I've just not got it because I, I, I can't it's see myself doing yeah. that admin every time I want to play a PSVR game. Like, I love it. Like, there are games which are 100% worth it. But I also understand that a person who's not like me who doesn't mm. really 
you know, keep up and understand all these problems with PSVR would be mm. very frustrated yeah. by it because there are issues. There's so many times I'm playing a game where the tracking will just eventually drift off center and I can't reset <laughs> it, so I have to restart the game. It's oh, like, no way. I understand that that's a problem, but yeah. like someone who doesn't get it, or it's just, just like, give what the up, fuck's yeah. going on? Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I expect a revision. PS5. Um, the other big thing was the the selling point of the console, according to uh, Jason Schreier, who's been hearing about it for a few months, is that Sony's going to market it as the console with no load times. Mm. Uh, Mark Sony gave an example of their new uh, hard drives that they're putting in there. They didn't specifically say what, what, what type. Yeah. Um, but basically, they said they tested it with uh, Spider-Man, Insomniac Spider-Man, mm. and sometimes transitions from areas on today's hard drive technology in the ps4 takes like 18 seconds mm. and on this new hard drive spec it was taking 0.8 seconds which is suck so <laughs> the, the the one thing he he mentioned that i didn't think of was not only does this take away the frustration of loading times mm. this also allows developers to make bigger worlds that you can move faster through mm. because now they can stream in yeah, data can stream a lot in more quicker data, yeah i like think about in spider-man this was actually his example like your swinging speed is capped because mm. at a certain point, if they made it any faster, they can't load can't in load the world quick enough. enough. Yeah. Um, so it affects that. Mm. What I want to know is how does this affect external storage? Uh, yeah. Mm. Because if this is a very specialized hard drive, uh, it's SSD... It's going to be expensive. Firstly, expensive. Also, secondly, you can't just... You know, right now, you just plug in an external into your, yeah. your console to expand it. Even if you're plugging in an SSD... Uh, through USB-C, it's not fast enough. No. So, Which itself is quite absurd. <laughs> yeah. So what my assumption is that the hard drive will be segregated to like a a 200 gig portion, which almost acts as like RAM. It's mm. like extremely fast. Yeah. And the rest is used for actual storage. Actual yeah. storage. And then when you want to play a game, it does a small process of just transferring the yeah. game over. And uh, maybe you can use an external as sort of like a cold storage. Like yeah. your games are downloaded, but when you want to play them, you have to transfer them over to this super fast part of the hard mm. drive. I imagine that 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 to me make is the most logical workaround. Yeah. But I mean, what size do you think the, the hard drive will be? Are we looking at terabytes? Anything under a terabyte gigs? is a problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they have to come into the market with a terabyte. Yeah, they have to because like you've got games now like Red Dead Redemption 2 and Call of Duty are like 120 gigs. Mm. Like, and they're not going to get they're not going to get smaller. You got if, yeah, especially now that they're if, touting 8K support. If you, yeah, and if you're telling me that uh, developers can make worlds bigger now because they can stream more data. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, okay. Yeah, the game's going to be Those bigger. Games are going to be mess. <laughs> yeah. So uh, to uh, me, that's the that's the one exciting point, but also the biggest question mark mm. I had was like, how does this work? Because if you're saying, cool, we're getting rid of load times, but mm. every time I play a game, I have to wait for a load Certain. bar to transfer. That's, that's a trade off. I don't know if it's worth. Mm. So again, again, it's vague. So there's no yeah, real. We'll see. Uh, there were other smaller things like, like I said, AK support. Mm. I highly doubt that's going to be for games. I don't know how they're going to get. It. Yeah, maybe movies and stuff. But yeah, gaming. It's be for movies. I mean, like I've seen some discourse on Twitter where people like even the highest end PCs they still like, they still struggle. Like, where mm. is PlayStation coming in that they can all of a sudden like handle this? I you know? highly doubt it's. I think all they're saying is that it will upscale for. Mm. 
8K. So if you are one of those people who somehow has the ability to afford an 8K TV, mm. you can rest assured that the PlayStation will upscale to that. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean games will run anywhere near that natively. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that as we get different movie standards, like having a device, a multimedia device like the PlayStation that says, yeah, cool, we can play your 8K mm. films. That's useful. I mean, I still think it's a bit silly though because 4K is still a bit of a niche thing. Like, it's yes. not it's not at all the standard yet. It's like HD years ago was like, whoa, you know, this I, thing will run at 720 or 1080 and that yeah, was like yeah. a feature, you know? Like, I, don't I get still, me wrong, 4K is a thing, but it's not at all the norm for everyone. It's not the norm yet, no. no. And it's still, I think only in this gen it's going to start becoming yeah. a bit of the norm because 4K TVs are becoming cheaper and yeah. uh, even the cheapest 4K TVs are like super feature rich. Yeah. Um. I think what this is, is Sony also recognizing that they dropped the ball a bit uh, last generation with the lack of 4K support. Mm. Like, if I want to watch a 4K Blu-ray now, I can only do it on my Xbox. Uh, uh, yeah. PlayStation doesn't support it. Oh, not at all. Uh, not yeah. even the Pro. And no, not even the Pro. It just oh. does not support it. So, hmm. And that, to me, seemed like a very strange omission. Yeah. Um, so I think they're just covering their bases saying, hey... <laughs> If you want one device that is your uh, multimedia, whatever, we got you. We're meeting your standard yeah. and now we're doubling. <laughs> exactly. So I don't. I, I think it would be silly to expect any games to even get close to that. I've seen some discourse people be like, yeah, maybe indie games are in it. Okay. I'm like, but why? No, just <laughs> don't don't expect it and you won't be disappointed. That's funny, yeah. Set your expectations. But so, yeah. needless to say, it's very cool that they've now teased some stuff. Mm. We know that, it, we obviously know it's coming, but we have a better idea of what to expect now. And yes. one, one cool thing that article is a very, very catchy line is that um, they're not going for an evolution, but more of a revolution, Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so they've got big things planned, but now let's see it. I think what's cool is that a lot of people are worried that this is going to feel like another half step, like the, mm. you know, the Pro and the X. Yeah. This feels like a new generation. Um, but I mean, even, yeah, even the jump between PS3 to PS4 and it Xbox 360 to Xbox One, yeah, these are more powerful consoles. They'll just run your 1080 games better. Yeah, They'll look, look better, better but yeah. it's not like a the jump between PS2 and PS3 was like. I think I think <sighs> that the jump between PS3 and PS4 didn't allow developers as much freedom as maybe they would have liked to make new experiences. Mm. I think just this hard drive tech, the way yeah. it sounds, could lead to possibilities in games we haven't seen before, mm. which is exciting. Yeah. So I love new I mean, gens. I love new it's hardware. Interesting, so. Yeah. Um, it's very curious that they put this out now just before the E3 that they're not attending. Yeah. Um, Microsoft, I'm very, very excited to see what they're yeah, about. But to I mean, uh, on, up on Microsoft side this week, they announced the Xbox One. Oh, the digital. Discless one, yeah. yeah. Which, so it's all digital. Not, not, not at all the same sort of news, but they've they've officially announced like a, a console that doesn't have a disk drive. Yeah, so we can go into Which that. Cool. They, uh, yeah, so I think they dropped the ball slightly by only making it $50 cheaper. Yeah, I think it's like, it's nice, cool. Yeah, but, but uh, to me, it puts it in the realm of like, do I want to just spend the 500 Rand more and never have to worry about this? Mm. Like 50, 500 Rand more and I get to play 4K movies, you know, mm. stuff like that. Like it need to me, it needed to be like 100 like to really make that uh, that difference pronounced so i thought it was interesting though that they, uh, they've only done it with the one s yeah not the x well like, yeah. is, are they saving the x for e3 maybe like i don't know i i think they're just doing this as an end of end of end cycle of, end refresh of cycle thing, yeah. um and i think e3 is going to be their big yeah that's look at our new consoles. yeah yeah um mm, but 
PS PS getting getting the jump name a little bit. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> also announced during the inside Xbox thing was uh, a combination of Xbox Live and oh, Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass, yeah, which is cool because the price is now just fifteen dollars per month. It makes mm. it easier to collect one subscription. Individually, they were what, ten dollars each. Yeah. Yeah. If, so if, it's, if you it's, went by monthly, so what yeah, they yeah. did was take the if you take the yearly cost of Xbox mm. Live. It works out to five dollars a month. Oh, okay. So they took the yearly cost of live and mm. bundled it with the monthly cost of Game Pass. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're saving a bit. Mm. Yeah. Um, Which isn't bad though. Fifteen dollars for fifteen some free for games a month and for the whole net Netflix yeah. of games. Mm. So yeah. I mean, Netflix alone is costing like what eleven dollars almost nowadays. Mm. So not bad. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame was on fire this week. Yeah. Which is really sad. Um, Ubisoft being a French company and also having set Assassin's Creed Unity in France, uh, they donated 500 euros to the restoration efforts of uh, Notre Dame and also Assassin's Creed Unity wait, is wait, up for no, free on not, PC. Not 500 euros, 500,000. <laughs> sorry, did I say 500? My bad, 500,000. <laughs> they uh, they donated 500, 500 euros. euros. Sorry, 500, half a million euros yeah. uh, to the restoration efforts and you can grab Assassin's Creed Unity for free on PC. Nah. Not a bad game now that no. it's been patched. Yeah. <laughs> it spawned many a funny meme. Yes, yeah. Back in the day. Um, Back in the day. Anthem ran a community server and revealed that basically half of its players who bought the game oh. have already abandoned it. And Bioware's been very quiet about changes to the game since launch. So I'm Shutter. super worried about that game. Yeah, part of me wonders if that's going to be the, the next gen's No Man's Sky. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like, it's, yeah, didn't meet expectations, but like in a year from now, the dev team works very hard, mm. gives it a refresh, and I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, if it, it just comes out of nowhere and it's like, mm. hey, we fixed this thing. I don't know. Because look where No Man's Sky is today. Like, yeah. It's always had its hardcore fan base, but now it's welcoming more players. Constant updates, big refreshes. Yeah. It's interesting to see. Um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which we spoke about last week. Um, it's a game about hiding in plain sight as a mm. Jedi, but it's not going to be a stealth game. Mm. They did come out and say that this is an action game. It's not a stealth game. Don't love, you know. love the header. Yeah, it's uh, Agent 47 just pulling out the <laughs> color. Ca- color. <laughs> Darren, Darren is a Good genius. job, Darren. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Capcom revealed the own sort of spin on like a mini console except it's not so mini and not so much a console it's a oh is it an actual arcade so it's an arcade like setup plugin oh uh, in the shape of a fucking capcom logo which i find <laughs> really hubris and ridiculous it's so funny um but it's basically like two fight sticks and a lot of you know arcade buttons and you plug it in via hdmi and you've got a bunch of arcade games like street fighter and alien vs predator oh uh, nice stuff like that so it also costs like 300 dollars, which is ridiculous yeah that's um, that's quite expensive yeah so i just i love that it's a fucking cap I, I love that it's so it's stupid. been it's been photoshopped into so many it's things. so dumb i've seen it with a cloud from yeah Final i was Fantasy. just gonna say buster sword so that's good. really good um what else what else it was a weird weird week of story stuff uh lots mortal of combat lots of mortal combat stuff <laughs> star citizen got delayed again oh uh, what get out get out of here who yeah fuck that yeah. <gasps> octopath travelers coming oh, yeah. to pc octopath travelers no longer switch exclusive it's coming to pc on june 7th haven't played it yet but really want to yeah i think it i mean i think if you've got the choice still grab it on switch because yeah it's because switch more, yeah it's a bit more um 
you know, <laughs> malleable there. So <laughs> Apple is apparently spending close to uh, $500 million uh, on Apple Arcade, which is their subscription Damn. service for games. Uh, basically paying developers a lot of money to bring their games to the service. So, oh, is, yeah. is that a service that exists already? Not yet. It's late. Oh, okay, yeah. There, yeah. okay. So why do it be subscription? You can access a whole lot of mobile Essentially, mobile they're games. doing it so that paid games don't get uh, like skirted over, which is uh, okay. good because this is, this is Apple fixing a problem that they helped create yeah. because their app store is complete garbage. So, yeah. Um, do we talk about this? Sony... So apparently there was a report. Did. The report that came out, uh, they basically said, um, "Oh my God, this head! I've only realized now this head is great." Darren turned the Traveler into an Xbox <laughs> while it's locked, and the main bad guy in Destiny is PlayStation. Oh, nice! Very funny. <laughs> um, Good job again, Darren. <laughs> so basically, there was a report that said that Bungie had plans to allow for not cross-platform play, yeah. but allow you to transfer your character between platforms. Which would be great, so nice. fucking great, because yeah. I want to play Destiny on PC now, mm. um, but I don't want to restart. Mm. Uh, and basically, Sony denied it, uh, which they had grounds to because Bungie and Sony had a advertising agreement in place, yeah. and Sony wanted the Destiny brand to be associated with PlayStation closely, and they didn't want... They basically denied Bungie this uh, ability. Yeah, but moving forward, can is it not something they can be like, oh hey? Well, Bungie's <laughs> independent now. So yeah, so probably, maybe moving forward, I don't know, but at least for Destiny Two characters, that should ain't happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Is yeah. that it? All the that's news. That's it. All that their news. Let's should get, we get to some of them questions. Some of them questions. All of them questions. We have. If you want to send questions yes. to Checkpoint Chat, you can. Hunt down Matty's tweets on Twitter. Uh, he puts really good gifts there. Uh, I do. <laughs> send us send us uh, tweets on at Checkpoint Chat. You can also DM us. Is it wait? Is our handle Checkpoint Chat or Checkpoint Chat Podcast? No, it's Checkpoint Chat. Okay, cool, 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 on cool, cool. Twitter, yeah. I'm, straight I'm, up. I'm tired today. Checkpoint Chats. The checkpoint only chat. the only place we Checkpoint Chat podcasts is it's emails. Email. You can email us checkpointchatpodcast at gmail dot com. Reset that counter. Whoever has Checkpoint Chats at gmail dot com, let we us have you. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can also Facebook message us if you like. Facebook dot com slash Checkpoint Chat. Checkpoint Chats. Okay, we have eight questions. Eight. From our good pal Mix. So we're gonna fly through. Them. Oit. Oit. It says Matthew has Alessandro's got. How's your guy No update. No haven't update. Haven't gone for additional tests, but haven't been in pain, been so in A-OK. Pain. Cool. Next questions. That's good news, by the way. Yeah, Please it is good out. news. I'm pretty happy. Since you've hit your 50th episode, where do you mm. see yourselves by the 100th? Would mm. Matthew be a full-time writer and left his current job? I mean, Has Alessandro that... <laughs> realized his ambition by going stateside and working full-time oh, at GameSpot? The dream. Or none of the above. Your thoughts? Um. So, well, I guess on my side, I'm pretty happy with my current job that i started in jan yep. uh doing some dev work uh, i still love writing and if given the chance to go full-time write in the states i would greatly consider it mm. i don't know if i'd immediately pack my bag but i would definitely <laughs> goodbye, consider goodbye it. felicia because uh, there's a lot of problems yeah like as much as that is like dream job material i know that writers there are severely underpaid and yep. also live in one of the most expensive cities in the world, uh, San Francisco. Also, it's, not, so, it's not a small thing to just pack up your life, leave yes, everything behind. Yes. So uh, pretty pretty happy with that freelance life right now. But uh, yeah, if given not, the chance, I'd greatly consider. Yeah, I'd consider it. Where do I see myself in f- another 50 episodes? Probably still working where I am now, still enjoying, still writing, hopefully, and yeah. still attending events. 
Um, I don't. I'm pretty happy with where I am right now. So. When when he says, "Would Matthew be a full time writer and left his current job?" I mean, that's what you do. I am a full time. <laughs> but also, unless, you unless were a full time writer. No, but unless he means um, like games like, writing. No, like either games writing or book. You know, writing actual fiction or. But I mean, that's what you were. Yeah. Like before. Before. And like your I, day job, still writing. Yeah, I mean, I'm a copywriter, so yeah. I write full time. Creative writing. Uh, I don't know if I would have left my current job. Uh, I love my job. I work mm. with a great team and I'm very happy. Like yeah, you, it seems you're super happy. I'm very yeah. happy. It, oh, I've been telling everyone after um, honeymoon, everyone's like, oh, you have to go back to work. I'm like, yeah. Mm. Like I love being on holiday, but I'm not at all like, oh, I have to go back to work. It's like, mm. cool, I'm going back and to work. And that's the best position to be in yeah. because it's like, it's pretty rare. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, no, I'm very happy there at the moment. Nice. I'm so, glad. Yeah. <gasps> Um, how are you guys celebrating the 50th episode? Got a cake or two with some red square and <sighs> simply went low-key and got some brownies with the leftover Red Bull. So Matty was meant we, to get nutters. Yeah. He we, was going to surprise we, we me We covered this. I was going to rock up with some nutters, maybe some other treats. We've touched ben on this. Prin- Princesa said good what, Friday. What, what cake would you have liked for the 50th though? <sighs> See, I would have bought nutters and they make this delicious little, um, I think it's called uh, bull orange which is just orange, oh, cake. orange cake yeah my gran used so to make nice. it yeah you so know good. it's got like that little that powder on it oh yeah it, well it's not powder it's icing oh, sugar yeah icing <laughs> sugar <laughs> good, that, good that sweet cocaine yeah all exactly <laughs> dusted in no, I, I, I love that cake it's um i'm not a huge fan of the uh uh the rice cakes the bull de roge no you know the, you know yeah, the yeah. small ones that look like cupcakes mm, almost no 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 not a huge fan There'd of those. in those orange cakes yeah it's pretty good i like, would have got cheesecake as well like cheesecake. <gasps> cheesecake yeah maybe, maybe with red bull week. but i mean we're drinking our sugar in a can today, oh so. yes we're on brand mm-hmm. with the impending release of the playstation 5 looming will you guys buy on launch or wait for the slim model definitely on launch mm. like that's just my job so yeah the thing to. with the thing with me though is I suppose I'm in a position now where I'm making a full-time salary, so it'd be very tempting mm-hmm. to just dig into my savings. Or, I mean, I could just start saving up now mm-hmm. um, to buy it. But across many generations, I very seldom get anything at launch. I usually wait like at least a year, um, maybe two. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because I like to – I don't wait for the slim because I think that's too long a wait. So it's yeah, like, usually it's like, it's like two, two, two and a half years. Yeah, yeah two, two to three time. years. Whereas if I wait a year or – even two years sometimes you get like a really good bundle or mm. limited edition mm. it's like my ps4 is a perfect example whereas i really wanted the ps4 but i waited and then i bought the limited edition and then metal gear, um, one. Metal gear solid yeah. one which i love it's um, a nice one i really like you're not going to get that sort of thing on launch but yeah. you know that's do you want the new generation now or do you want to wait yeah it also depends on your circumstances i know a lot of people who just bought a ps4 like one or two years ago mm. and like you've got a wealth of games I to know, play yeah. um so, yeah, I mean, the people who, who you know, the people like us or the people, I guess, that listen to podcasts like this are the sorts of people that are heavily invested mm. in games. So, to me, it makes sense to buy on launch. Like, um, we always, I always say don't pre-order things. Yeah. That refers to software. Yeah. In terms of hardware, it's really rare for first-gen consoles to be so bad to a point where pre-ordering is bad, bad and yeah. usually stock runs out very, very quickly. quickly so, yeah. so i generally it, pre-order yeah. hardware um and um yeah i mean it's my job i need to keep up with this stuff to you know if i'm freelancing reviews and writing reviews and keeping up with the discourse i have to get it launched that's just mm. the facet of my job look so. it would be tempting because 
also from our side, waiting means that the console usually is a little bit cheaper. Mm. Um, and uh, financially, it's been a thing of like, I haven't been earning a full-time salary. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, digging into savings, whatever. Now though, man, I'm making a bit of money saving every month. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. very tempting. I don't know. I honestly don't know what I'll do when it launches, if I'll wait or... I mean, you've got a lot of yeah. time. It, it seems pretty almost set in stone that at least Sony's one, I don't know what Xbox is going to do, but Sony's one is going to launch at the end of 2020. So Xbox is going to launch a whole year and Surprise, imagine. <laughs> what is your number one favorite piece of gay merchandise or memorabilia, be it official or not? Mine is a canvas painting of Morgan Freeman that was bought years ago. And I was like, hmm, Morgan Freeman. It's Gordon Freeman. <laughs> a Gordon Freeman. That's pretty That's cool though. Cool, yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah, so I like, like a, that blue. Just, just for, for you audio listeners, aka everyone, it is a... A watercolor painting, mm, like blue, with, with, yeah, with a nice silhouette or, I suppose, interpretation of. It looks like his his uh, his pose from yeah, the, the, the cover, team. yeah, yeah. But but you can see it's like an artist's rendition. Mm, it's really nice. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, my very my, cool. I my, like that a lot. My favorite one, I think, is hands down the the Ori plush you gave me. Man, oh, dope. I <laughs> think that thing is just it's like it's the dreams. Like my favorite game, favorite game. I think it's really nice. Yeah, I was, <laughs> it's, I was very. Happy it's I giant. It's so big. Yeah, it's so big. Chase Man, if, if I get the chance to go to E3 this year, which it's looking unlikely, um, Xbox has their store again. So, <gasps> oh, uh, <more> stuff. <laughs> oh boy. Um, my favorite piece of gaming. You, you've got a hard choice because you got a lot of awesome stuff. Yeah, a lot of them are like collector's editions, and as much as I like collector's edition stuff, like it's not generally mm. always my. Fa- I don't know. Ha- house is burning there. down. You can grab one thing. Ooh, that is mm. hard. I mean, you've got your lightsaber. Mm. You've got... That lightsaber is a fucking... Light. Yeah. Mm. It's difficult, mm. man. You, you've got a harder choice, mm. I think. Oh, we've got even you have a little BB-8. I like that BB-8 a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think my favorite one... I think the one that, that, that I think about a lot is the, the collector's edition I got for The Witcher 3 that mm. came with the big statue, mainly because... I bought that with my first big paycheck when I started. Oh, uh, okay. Game. So there's, yeah. Yeah. It was like, I just started Lazy Game. I'm getting paid like pretty okay ish for mm. writing now, finally, after three yeah. years of not getting paid. And that was like my first big thing. You're so. like, haha. Yeah, exactly. I was really happy with that. So yeah, I'd probably go. And you reviewed that game as well. I reviewed that game. Yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, that's probably yeah. it. I also really like my Journey plushie. <gasps> I have a... Where's your ha- journey plan? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we have a, a mutual friend, Neelan, um, in the States who works for Naughty Dog, who managed to snag one of the limited edition journey statues that Sony made. It's like a the guy clothed in like brown mm. and then another one in white. Mm. I'm just like... And they're like flying. Oh my god! I visited his house before in in Santa Monica, and, and I seen that, it. and I really just want to steal it. Like, fuck, it's so beautiful. Like, I love why it you so like much. this? Stop I, trying to steal my statue. I love that statue so much. If I had that, that would be hands down oh, wow. the thing. Yeah. Okay, this question. Are you ready for this? Yes. Would you rather be stabbed in your non-dominant foot or your dominant hand? Oh Jesus! Non-dom. Mm. Non-dominant foot. I need my hand. I mean, I need my foot as well, but... This is tough, though, because it's like, I need my hand Dude. because I type. Yeah. But if I get stabbed in my non-dominant foot, how do I drive to work? Get an automatic car. I need one foot. Your non-dominant foot, so... Yeah, my like non-dominant left foot is my right. That's oh, you left-footed? Yeah. Oh, you got... <laughs> that makes it difficult. You got a problem, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then I'd have to accelerate with my left, your left foot. Yeah, that'd be weird, damn. Um, shit. 
Yeah, that's a tough one. I don't one. know. See, the thing, the thing that I go to is like, yeah, okay, I love running. But so you wouldn't be able to run. I wouldn't be able to run. But Shit, yeah, I wouldn't be able to was, like skip or gym. Or do anything. Mm. But my dominant hand, I mean, I, I type, I'm a writer. Mm. <laughs> type writer. Hey. Uh, <laughs> hey. And I game. So Yeah, shit. Can't, can't, uh, you, I mean, you can game one-handed, but you're it'll severely, be difficult. yeah. 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 Well, it depends how severe the stab is as well. Like, well, is, will I heal? Yeah. Is this a stab where it's going to damage my ligaments to the point where the affected appendage will never be 100% Same, yeah. again? Mm. I think either way you cut it, I'm still going to go. Ha, cut it. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm still going to go with the foot. Yeah, I think foot as well. Because I think that's less detrimental to <laughs> what I do daily. Yeah. Goodbye, Ron. <laughs> no, I'll miss you so much. Yeah. Okay. But Jesus, like that's, that's a hard. tough choice. Yeah. That's a especially me with my oddity of right hand and left foot. Like it uh, makes things very confusing. Yeah, my brother's the same though. Yeah. He's right, right-handed, left-footed. It's, it's, it's a, just a, although when I um when I did snowboarding, they did this check because they ask mm. you what's your dominant foot. And you said left. And I was foot, like yeah. left. And he's like, are you sure? So they did this thing where they turned me around and I didn't know what they were doing. So they mm. turned me around and the guy pushed me. Yeah. And my right foot went first. He's like, you're right. Oh, ah, no way. But I'm like, what the but, fuck? But, but you, I, you kick a ball with your left yeah, foot. Yeah, I, I play oh, soccer with my okay. left foot. But he's like, no, your right's dominant because hmm. that's the one you immediately go to. So I never, th- I never realized me, that's like such a simple test. Yeah, to, like he gave me a snowboard and I was basically riding because I'd ridden skateboards before. So now I'm riding it the wrong way. For the first time ever, oh, and being so told weird. that this is the right way, and my brain was just You're like, like this "What is, is wrong? going on?" Sorry, good to go back to that test. That's so interesting because then Ooh. I suppose it's like, what foot do you take steps with first? Like, e- think about it to, to an extent. Yeah, yeah. Because like when I'm running, say up Westcliff stairs, there's like four million of them. I try and alternate where I go up with my right foot, then with my left foot, and it feels and it different. Confuses my brain when I go uh. up with my left foot because uh-huh. I'm like, it doesn't feel right. Hmm. But I try alternate because like I can't always put my right foot first. Then when I have like this super muscular right leg, <laughs> um, but it, yeah. it, it makes sense. Like when I when I do like stretching a gym and I'm balancing on one leg, I feel mm. more stable on my right, even though I know my left is uh, the one I kick. That's with. interesting. Yeah, I'm more yeah. stable on my right. I'm so right it must have just been a thing when I was a kid, like. I decided I was kicking a ball with my left foot, and, even that's it, yeah. and the brain just was like, yeah. "Cool, this is it now." Yeah, weird. But that's it. What, what a what an intriguing question. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Cola Wars, Pepsi, Coca Cola, or store brand Pick and Pay, Checker Spy, etc. Cola. Never. Fuck that shit. Yet regular or no sugar flavors. What is your poison? <sighs> regular cola, man. Coca-Cola. Yeah, regular Coke. You can't beat that stuff. But oh, yeah. I will say, if you're gonna go the sugar-free variants, because mm. now you get lots. Mm, so now you've got Coke Zero, Coke mm. Light. So Coke Zero and Coke Light both don't have sugar. Mm. The Coke Light just tastes like old Coke Light, mm. which is shit. <laughs> Coke Zero is not bad. Yeah. But if you're gonna go sugar-free, Pepsi Max, which is I Pepsi am. with no sugar, that is good. so good. Pepsi Max. What I will say is that our Coke here tastes really good. Yes. In Europe. Not good. Not at all no. my favorite thing. Like Coke is the last thing I order. Their Pepsi is okay. But it's the same with Coke in the States because you use that corn syrup. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's not at all the same. It's terrible. So personally, I think, I, I mean, maybe it's because I grew up here, but South African Coke, really Very great good, taste. Yeah. Europe, and if you're in Europe, grab yourself a Fanta Orange. Yes. Com- I mean, our Fanta Orange, I like it. Um, but Ours is more like an artificial orange. But Fanta Orange overseas is like actual, you can taste orange flavor. It's yellow. Mm. It's like fizzy um, orange juice. It's oh, really it's good. It's really, really good, yeah. I uh, I really like Pepsi as well. Mm. Um, 
if given the hard choice, I'd pick a Coke probably. Mm. Yeah, I'm not mad at Pepsi, but it's day. not that I won't drink it. Yeah, no, I, I, I like Pepsi. Mm. Like, I dig it. Um, like, some people go to events where it's like Pepsi's a sponsor and they don't serve Coke and they They're get like, mad. Nah. I'm like, that's oh, fine. I, I really <laughs> yeah, whatever, like Pepsi. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you're going to go sugar-free variants, Pepsi Max, any day of the week. Pepsi Max. So I've good. actually had that, I think, before. And the thing is, you don't even realize that it's, exactly. it's got that, it's that like, so non- good. So, yeah. so good. I don't know. It's some sorcery they've used. Mm. And final question. Bread battle. White or brown and why? I try not eat bread at all. <laughs> you bad Portuguese. I try <laughs> not eat bread at all. It doesn't mean I don't. I'm going to come out and say that I like all bread. I like all bread. Like, I like I all bread. I am a sucker P- for all bread. roll, yeah. very good. <sighs> Brioche buns, very good. Um, if I had to choose, like, from a normal loaf, if I'm going to make a sandwich, probably brown. Yeah, what I will say is, as a kid, I used to hate brown, mm. and I think about it, and I'm like, wow, like, brown I'm not, fun. I'm not partial to white or brown. I'll eat both. You know, I'm not like, oh, I white must bread have is this. like sugar. Yeah, the, the thing is like, stream. yeah, it's, it's it's sugar, but it's like I eat brown bread. I'm like, yeah, it's nice. Like, mm. I'm not partial to either. I like I like the seedy nature of it. Like, yeah. it's, it's really nice. Like, white it's bread good. is is delicious, but like, I just know how bad it is for me. Yeah, like, I suppose given so that if, if I'm given the choice between whites and brown, I will take brown because I know it's healthier. Yeah, so. Yeah. I suppose I'll say brown bread then. That's but it. What, what's your favorite sandwich? Toasted tamis, man. I don't know. Does that, does that count as a, a sandwich? Mm. Oh, yeah, Just, just sure. toast, toast, straight toasted cheese. OG. Mm, toast cheese. Really, good. really good. Like, I can eat that. Tonight. You know what I like lately is a uh, peanut butter and jam, man. <gasps> but it can't be that's... strawberry jam. It has to be apricot <laughs> jam. But that, that's good. a good combo. I oh, mean, that, that so makes good. me think of school days. My mom used to make those. Oh, it's such a textural nightmare in your mouth, but man, it's but delicious. But it's delicious. So. Did you ever have people, I knew people at school who used to have peanut butter, but they put butter. So they buttered the bread the, and then put peanut my butter. My mom used to do that Disgusting. as well. Uh, it, it depends. It. Like I don't mind if there's a little bit of butter, but my mom would sometimes like overkill. I'd be like, yeah, God, this it isn't working. So <laughs> oh, no, this ain't working. <laughs> Every now and then, my mom used to do it as well. I was just like, this is an like, abomination. Mom, why, why are you like this? This is, this, is, this is actually terrible. I know you're doing me a favor by making me lunch, but stop this. Jam and butter sandwiches, legit. That's a good love that man. shit. Yeah. Oh, I love craving. jam. Yeah, jam's great. Now mm. I'm craving oh, sandwiches. Mm. Yum. I like peanut butter a lot as well. I, Toast, I toasted eat cheese, peanut though. butter. <gasps> you need peanut butter just straight out the jar. Oh, yeah, I do that often. If I'm, if I'm craving a snack and I don't want to have like... You know, something shitty. Take a teaspoon, take a bit of peanut butter. Or like, uh, have you ever had apple with peanut butter? No. Is that Dude, good? If, you, if you're ever running, if you're looking for a snack. Uh, I've, heard, I've heard of that. Yeah, though. like apple, at work and you want a bit butter, of yeah. energy. You slice up peanut butter. Uh, not <laughs> peanut butter. You slice up an freeze apple. Freeze the peanut butter, yeah, slice it. <laughs> uh, you slice up an apple and you just like dip it in peanut butter each little Yum. slice and it's really good sounds good and it gives you so much energy it's fantastic I love it it's a great oh, snack what is it going to say uh, oh it's gone mm. but that's it that's mm. all the questions yay all of the questions hooray thank you for sending us questions Megs if you'd like oh, to we're in time we're in I already time. thought we were way over nah 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 we're good we're good, oh, we good no. uh, if you also want to send us questions like what your favourite sandwich is mm. uh, you can us. send them over to checkpoint at Checkpoint Chat on Twitter Check them in chat podcast at gmail.com or facebook.com slash if, if you're a listener and you don't follow us on Twitter, I need, give us I, a need, follow. I need two of you to go give us a follow because we are 98 followers and we've been there for mm. what feels like forever now. Please just mm. push us over that 100 mark. 
get us get us to 100 followers. Yeah. How many how many followers are going on, on, on Facebook? On Facebook, it's like 115. Really nice. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But we've got way more listeners. Yeah. Okay, averaging like in the thousands of listeners. Yeah. So you you guys, so we, we love down. you. <laughs> go, go follow us. Go show, follow show us. us the love. Go follow us. But this has been a. Uh, Episode 50 of Checkpoint Chat. I'm very happy we got to this milestone. We made it. We made it, fam. Next one is 100. <gasps> Yo, no, next one's 51. Hey, oh, okay. <laughs> next <laughs> week. Hey. Uh, we're recording this on Good Friday, so uh, I hope everyone gets through we, the weekend we're sending, safely. We're sending good vibes to the long weekend, but yeah. you listen to this and be back at work and miserable. I'm yeah, sorry, I'll probably be on that. Tuesdays for embargo purposes yeah. as well. So, yeah. Maybe long time. But we'll see you next week, episode 51. Yes. Thanks for listening. Okay, goodbye. Bye-bye. Hey again, everyone. Thanks for listening. Remember, today's episode was brought to you by Mortal Kombat 11. The fighter picks up after the events of the previous game, where Shinnok was defeated at the hands of Cassie Cage. It was pretty, pretty cool. But as always in the Mortal Kombat universe, a new threat looms. A mysterious goddess named Kronika, who dubs herself as the Keeper of Time, is out to bring order to the universe. And, you know, that's not always a good time. Be sure to grab a copy of Mortal Kombat 11 now as the story unfolds. Or, you know, beat your friends up in interesting and visceral ways. It's out at your favorite retailer today.